Minisan, Kinichiwa. Beep boop beep video games. Hello and welcome to Famicast 23, your Famicast for the month of April 2013. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by Mr. Don Koopman. Well, I know... Uh, oh. Damn, I was doing my song, and Jerry ruined it. I'll do it again. Well, I know what I've been told. You gotta work to feed the soul. But I can do this all on my own. No, I know. Job. I'm no Superman. And also joining no us Superman. tier two is Mr. Ty Shugart. That's me. I'm the coolest dude in the universe. Something like that. Uh, definitely the galaxy. Uh, then after that, too, we have Mr. Minoru Yamaizumi. Hello. Yeah, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm doing great, thank you. Oh, good, good, good. So... Got a lot of news to cover this week. Tons and tons of stuff. Of course, there was the most recent Nintendo Direct that happened just last week. Uh, you know, not too terribly long ago. So there's some bits from Japan, uh, some specific bits of news that uh, we're going to cover, as well as the whole thing, and also just a bunch of news in general that happened. So we're going to go ahead and get to it and kick things off with new business. We're back for new business, and Minoru is going to kick it off for us. Okay, uh, first I'm going to talk about uh, the games uh, or uh, Street Pass. Uh, actually, I don't carry around my 3DS so often recently. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the f- five people I Street Pass with last time most recently played uh, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate, Animal Crossing, New Leaf, Pocket Monster Black, Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, and again, Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon. What is this Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon? It's, yeah, it, it's Luigi's it's Mansion all, 2. Yeah, yes, it's also known as Luigi's Mansion 2 yeah, in, Japan. in Japan. Not Luigi's, Luigi. Exactly. <laughs> Luigi Mansion 2, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, on to my new business. Uh, recently, I played two first-person 3D dungeon crawlers, mm-hmm. Atrium Odyssey 4, and Kingsfield, which is known in Japan as Kingsfield 2, because uh, the original Kingsfield was not released in the West. Hmm. And this is a game on PS1 in 1995, oh, wow. developed by From Software, ah, okay. the, the developer of you know, Demons and Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Adrian Odyssey 4, NWR staffers have already talked about it in Connectivity and RFN. Also, uh, Jeremy Parrish discussed it in the final episode of Active Time Bubble, so I'm not gonna focus on it here. I played it for 60 hours, <laughs> although usually I'm not interested in non-action RPGs. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't tried the demo, I also strongly recommend it, hmm. even if you don't like JRPGs. 
It's quite different from typical JRPGs like Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy. Yeah, actually, it's a spiritual successor of the Western RPG Wizardry, which I played when I was a kid with graph paper <laughs> and abandoned on the first level. <laughs> uh, for the listeners who have not worked in an 8-bit first-person 3D dungeon, let me tell you what it was like. Uh, there's no no in-game mapping device, of course, and that's why we needed graph paper. And what's worse, every time you step or turn, the screen refreshes to the next view without intermediate phase or panning. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how disorienting it is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I man. Really, yeah. Yeah, I really wonder how many gamers were able to play such a game back then. <laughs> oh, that yeah. that brings me back. Some of the very first video games I ever exposed to were along those lines. Especially since I had a Commodore 64 before I had an NES. Hmm. Like, my dad actually played RPGs like that. And, yeah, that's pretty hardcore. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. God bless his like, soul. You know, using pencil and paper with video games <laughs> it's madness yeah yeah now uh, going back to atrial odyssey 4 it's night and day literally uh, they are intermediate views of course and i was able to map map the dungeon easily on virtual graph paper on the bottom screen <laughs> And thus, I finally grew out of the frustration after 25 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the next game of the series coming this June in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of King's Field, uh, the series is literally a spiritual predecessor of Demon's Souls, hmm. which, which started to be hmm. developed as a sequel of King's Field. So you can feel the common flavor in many points. For example, in Demon's Souls, I guess most players were killed by a red-eyed knight in the first stage after the tutorial. Mm -hmm. Uh, At first, you have no chance to beat him unless you run away and lead him to fall. Actually, the correct way to go is just not to go in that direction. (laughs) You don't have to go uh, go there to beat the level or even the entire game. And just like this, in King's Field, uh, there's a huge squid very close to the start point. Uh, if you go straight there, it will kill you instantly. <laughs> Again, the correct way is not to go there at first. <laughs> and to be fair, unlike Demon's Souls, there's a guy who advises you not to approach it. Actually, you can beat the game without killing it. <laughs> yeah. And as this fact suggests, King's Field is really non-linear. When I... St- so a speedrun movie, I realized you can beat it without going to many places. Now, regarding the way you make progress, and this game is somewhat similar to Dark Souls. After you find a healing spot and a save point, you base there temporarily and decide which way to go next. And you explore uh, that way as much as you can and go back to the base before you die. <laughs> you repeat this and progress little by little until you settle on the next base. <laughs> this process inevitably involves tons of repetition and uh, backtracking, you know, but makes me feel the sense of true exploration, <laughs> unlike a gu- guided one. In this respect, and this game is pretty similar to Dark Souls, which is a more open-world game than Demon's Souls. 
Of course, there are many differences between Kingsfield and Dark or Demon's Souls. You know, about 15 years have passed between Kingsfield and Demon's Souls. Mm -hmm. First of all, uh, while Demon's and Dark Souls are third-person games, and Kingsfield is a first-person game, mm -hmm. you really never see your character except for your right arm. I love the first-person view of this game. It makes the game really immersive. Second, Kingsfield is even less approachable than Demons <laughs> or Dark Souls, <laughs> at least to the contemporary gamers in many ways. Mm -hmm. and for one thing, control is very weird since we didn't have analog sticks in 1995. <laughs> so the D-pad is used for the tank control. And to strife, you need to use L1 and R1. Okay. L2 and R2 are used to look up and look down. Mm. And, of course, all of them are digital. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But here's good news. Okay. If you happen to have a Vita, like me, you can change the key assignment as you like. I changed it into a quasi-dual analog scheme similar to Demon's Souls. Mm. I mean, the left stick is moving forward, backward, and strife. And the right stick is for camera control. And the R button is for melee. Although it's still digital, it's much better. <laughs> Note that you cannot change the control on PS3. <laughs> so if you want to play it, definitely you should play it on Vita. You mean like, so this is like a, uh, a downloaded version of it that you have? Yes, and I, down I downloaded it on PSN. And you're telling me that that's ridiculous, right? Like, why could you change all the options on the Vita and not the PS3? Well, uh... And uh, PS3 controller is um, pretty much the same as uh, the original uh, PS1 controller, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you have no L, L1, uh, no, no, L2, R2, L3, and R3 right. on, on Vita. Ah, okay. So, yeah. Got it. So, yes, yeah. Yeah. Boom. By the way, yeah, one of the remarkable things about Kings of Field is it has no in-game loading time at all. What? <laughs> really? Uh, you know, yeah, it's a full 3D dungeon crawler mm -hmm. on PS1, and the dungeon is as huge as, say, Shinjuku Station. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but once you start the game, you literally see no loading screen by the end of the ending, like an N64 game. Wow. Unless you save progress, of course. And that's really incredible. Mm -hmm. I imagine if Yamauchi had seen this game when it was released, <laughs> Nintendo 64 might have used a CD <laughs> of a cartridge. <laughs> yeah. Given no loading time, it may be not surprising that this game doesn't have any cutscene either. And the story is told only through conversations with people, uh, which are so sparse that I couldn't follow the story. <laughs> but that's okay, because I didn't give it a shit. <laughs> yeah, even, even when, yeah, so even when you meet a boss, there's no cutscene whatsoever. Uh, boss enemies are just there, and the combat starts seamlessly if you approach it, or you can run away. Uh, you are not even sure that this is a boss. Of course, you don't know its name. Mm -hmm. You may think this is very rough and inhospitable, <laughs> unlike many other RPGs. <laughs> but actually, I love this way of encountering a first-person perspective. <laughs> it's much scarier than introducing a boss with a cutscene and or narration. 
I think the developers tried not to make layers between players and the in-game universe, like a narrator mm -hmm. in, in many ways, and they succeeded in it. Yeah. Speaking of cutscenes, Patreon Odyssey 4 has a few cutscenes, including short ones in Path Encountering. In this game, uh, the story is told through conversations and stylistically unique second-person narration, at least in Japanese. Mm -hmm. I heard it tries to mimic the game master of uh, tabletop RPGs, which is a background of the series director Komori. Mm. Yeah, I prefer Kingsfield's way of storytelling, but I appreciate uh, this unique approach of Adrian Odyssey too. Mm. I think RPG developers can learn a lot from these games, like how to tell a story with a low budget. Mm -hmm or how to make players feel the sense of exploration and adventure. <laughs> yeah, like Adrian Odyssey, um, Kingsfield is not definitely, uh, is definitely not a game for everyone. <laughs> but if you like Dark Souls and first-person 3D dungeon crawlers, and happen to find you a Vita collecting dust, why don't you give it a shot? <laughs> it, it's, I guess, only six bucks oh, wow, okay. on PSN. Yeah. That's my new piece. Cool. Sounds cool. Yeah, so, man, that's that's pretty amazing that this game is, you know, no load times, huge, at least for the time, you know, 3D environment and stuff. That That's that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually just looking at some screenshots and stuff right now on uh, Google and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it looks a little rough, but, I mean, you know, hey, I mean, yes. for the time, 1995, I mean, it's not too bad. Um, yeah. Cool, cool. Well, thanks a lot, Minota, and we're going to go ahead and move on. Next up with new business, we have Ty. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, Oh, man. What have I been playing? I've actually been spending a lot of time on NES emulators lately. Okay. Like, um... You mean legitimately bought NES games that you have on your 3DS? Wink, wink. Whatever. Like, <laughs> I, I, I have, like, 100-plus Nintendo cartridges at home. <laughs> I never sell them, so... There you go. I, I'm going to play the ROM. Deal with it. <laughs> I mean, okay, so when a game comes up uh, in discussion, like on the forum or like on Retronauts or something, mm -hmm. um, or retroactive, I should say, mm -hmm. like, you know, I'll, I'll see like a lot of posters talking about like, oh, this game is so hard. It's Nintendo hard. <laughs> and then like, I just like shake my head. And, like, beat it in an hour on my stream. <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah, in this last month, I played through DuckTales, Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3, and Castlevania. Impressive. Yeah. Hmm. And they, yeah, they, if you know how to beat them, they're only, like, an hour long. In fact, I did Mega Man 3 almost, like, right before this podcast because it's going to be on the next Retroactive. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, swing by the forums, come uh, post about old Nintendo games, and get made fun of because you're bad at them. <laughs> you can always count on that time. I'm pretty sure you could come up with maybe some kind of a clever, I don't know, Photoshop 
thing and just make fun of people uh or video like you did earlier yeah <laughs> yeah i might so um if you, yeah if you, if you like getting made fun of be ty's friend yeah i'm a huge jerk <laughs> <laughs> um but also, you know, I, I've been playing the the usual, you know, like Marvel and Skullgirls. Oh man, how about that Skullgirls poll? Like, mm-hmm. so if you haven't been following, uh, Skullgirls hit like four times its uh, goal on uh, the other Kickstarter, Indiegogo. Uh, Indiegogo, yeah, yes. nuts. Yeah, and um, one of the end results of that is that. They're leaving uh, two of the characters that are going to be put into the game up to a popular vote. Hmm. And it's been madness on, like, internet forums that care about it. <laughs> and every, uh, like, like, they've been doing, like, runoff voting, like, round by round. And, like, the last character, it, well, the final result of the first character that's being voted on is going to be, re- like, revealed in the next day or two. Hmm. Or probably several days like after this recording is heard uh, in our listeners homes <laughs> so yeah that's been madness and i have no idea who's gonna win <laughs> cool right on you never know with these kind of polls it's yeah like it's exciting yeah like i i've been like cruising like all the major video game forums just like mm-hmm. trying to get a feel on how they're voting and getting some like compiled projections and yep. I still have no idea, like, what the hell is going on, because they were way, way off in the the last round. Like, people who are voting in it don't post on the internet. <laughs> they are a secret, they are secret society that only posts in classy forum friends. <laughs> yeah. Or they lie. That Perhaps. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, I thought, like, the time traveling guy and the pro wrestler guy were going to be like the top two characters, but they didn't even make it into the last round. Really? Wow. Hmm. Yeah. It's, so I have no idea who's going to win. Japan kind of cares about this. Like, I guess 6% of the supporters were from Japan. I, I don't know if that's by money or by number of voters, but yeah. Um, I, I I reckon it's based on how many people have supported Indiegogo. Yeah. Minoru, are you in that 6%? No. <laughs> yeah, but, but I heard uh, in uh, Japanese podcast, video game podcast, uh, they talked about uh, Skullgirls. Hmm. Oh, what did they have to say about it? I'm curious. Uh, uh, just uh, uh, two of the three um, personalities uh, fan of it. Cool. Yeah, fan of it. If you don't mind me asking, what's the podcast? Uh, Tokyo Game Jihan. Okay. It's a very interesting video game podcast. Cool. I'm going to have to give that a listen to. Me too. Uh, give me a chance to practice Japanese. Yes. Okay. And uh, one last thing I've been playing. Like, mm-hmm. I compulsively buy lots and lots of Xbox Live Arcade games. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's possibly a very bad idea. Yeah, well, I always go to the the Xbox deal of the week. I always I compulsively check that on the internet all the time and get all of my live arcade games like half price or less. And one I picked up recently is uh, the Mortal Kombat um, arcade collection. Oh man! Yeah, like I didn't 
want to buy it at full price because you know the the net play on it is pretty bad. Hmm. Yeah, like, that's why that's why I didn't buy it at all because I care about that stuff kinda, especially with a fighting game. So I don't know why I would buy it. Yeah, and imagine how I feel. <laughs> like I, I play game fighting games online, like it's my day job, and yeah. it's just oh. But you know, for like five bucks, yeah, I'll buy like Mortal Kombat one, two, and Ultimate three, and mm-hmm. have them, and they're nice. They have the good okay. kind of button configuration mm-hmm. as opposed to. No button configuration. <laughs> like, you might remember back when Midway was still in business, they had a bunch of live yeah. arcade games up, and they were trash. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Like, uh, you couldn't configure your buttons in Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. So, like, you, if you had Do you realize that people still play those? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I was going to get into that. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 still has a bit of a following. <laughs> and that's why, like, uh, Mortal Kombat from... The new one, well, from like two years ago, was like heavily based upon that game because yeah. they ki- they kind of made it good by accident. <laughs> like, yeah, that game is so buggy and nonsense that and has so many characters in it that you know it's a Christmas miracle that <laughs> it actually ended up being fun. Like, what after you get past like the really broken, silly, and retarded stuff and just, like, embrace it. <laughs> you, like, you have a lot of viable characters that are really fun and a lot of weird mechanics in that game. For example, um, the way throws work in that game, you can't, like, you can't be thrown if you're holding back, like, even if you're sitting still and blocking or whatever, and it's kind of nonsense. Such a silly thing. Yeah. So, but what you can do is jump on someone's head. So it's like ambiguous, like which side you're going to end up on. And then like ambiguously throw them that way. And then, Hmm. you know, a lot of characters have infinite combos. You try to create a situation where you can do that. And they're really goofy looking. (laughs) So I've been wondering if there are any, like, secret super big fans of this crappy Western game in Japan. <laughs> I don't think so. There's at least one. Oh. <laughs> There's this guy who has this amazing website. I think I have it up somewhere. Yes. Midwood Studios. Uh, the Like, the guy's nickname is White Lotus, and he makes this amazing Mortal Kombat fan art that is he has a really unique style that is like completely different from anime it's like very western style very over detailed kind of like a like he it looks like a western independent comic guy really hmm. and uh, yeah and he also has a a lot of english stuff where he talks about like the japanese ish stuff that has come up in Mortal Kombat over the years. And he also talks nice. about Japanese holidays. Yeah, if you want to learn about Japan stuff from a weird, crazy, awesome Mortal Kombat <laughs> fan, check out this guy's uh, website. Oh, it's on geocities.jp. Geocities <laughs> still exists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It's right on. Geocities.jv slash Midwood2004. He had a, a booth set up at uh, comic Cat, the big uh, comic book convention in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I visited his table. He wasn't there. What, I guess one of his pals was. <laughs> and I bought like a couple of his comic books. They were pretty cool. <laughs> so if you want to like see something totally weird and amazing and unique, unique, check out this guy's website and learn about... I don't know. Mortal Kombat from the one and only Mortal Kombat fan in Japan. Well, there might be two. The other guy manning his booth, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There are at least two. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So, if anyone out there in Japan wants to play Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, give me a shout. Cool. Please. <laughs> okay, that'll wrap it up for my stuff. Cool. Right on. All right, and we're going to go ahead and move on. All right, and Don is next with new business. I played video games. Video games. Beep, boop, beep, video games. <laughs> yes. Indeed. So, um, let's then get it together. So, uh, good. So, the first thing I want to discuss is Pokemon Rumble U, um, which came out earlier, earlier this week at the time of recording. Mm-hmm. Um, so, before I start talking about the game itself, I have to, of course, kind of tell where I'm coming from, because with those Rumble games, everybody has a different opinion on those, basically. Um, so, with Pokemon Rumble on the on WiiWare, um, I really liked the game. Mm-hmm. I put, like, 25 hours into it, and it was really an interesting take on uh, what you could do with the Pokemon franchise. Then the 3DS game came. I, I didn't like it as much as the first one, but I did still have a lot of fun with it. And it was more it was more suited for smaller chunks, like it were smaller levels. And they kept all the functions that I liked intact. So um, I had a good time playing it, although some people didn't really like it. But I, I can understand where they're coming from. Um, so now we are at the third game, which was released on the Wii U eShop earlier this week. And to be really honest with you, I don't really like it. Hmm. Um, because, so first of all, I don't know if any of you guys have ever played those games, but there are, even if you watch the trailer, you know that there are road-style challenges throughout the game, where you have to uh, start at points and move across like a road from point A to point B, and then ha- head up to a boss. Mm-hmm. Right? They removed that completely. Okay. <laughs> Instead of that, there are just arena battles. Except, I remember just looking at a lot of videos. Yeah, did, I was going to ask you that. Is it just all arena battles? I mean, cause it yeah, it's all it's... from start to finish. All, also, all the extra post content stuff. Everything in the game is arena battles. Cause I, I mean, I remember looking at videos from like the first one on WiiWare, you said right, and uh, and then the 3DS yeah. one. I mean, they looked a little bit more open and not as walled off, literally, in an arena. Um, 
And that's what they've done with the with the Wii U one. Wow, that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, um, for somebody who likes the games really much, it's super disappointing. Hmm. So um, they have tried to change up some stuff by giving every like arena like objectives, like collect twenty Pokemon or collect this amount of money or don't use this sort of attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it adds some depth to it, but not too much. You, you get only rewarded with an additional Pokemon if you complete them all. Okay. Um, but I, if it is worth it, I don't think that it really is, because I don't think that, that the reward is that in that way, or anyway, really significant. Hmm. Um... So, I beat the regular adventure in like five and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most of the levels, um, uh, most times when I died, it, it mostly was because I wasn't paying attention enough or did some stuff wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the levels were actually like really short, like three and a half minutes. Hmm. Um you collect better Pokemon along the way. You still have like the two um, attack combination with if you aren't playing on the gamepad, one on A and one on B, or on the Wii remote, one on one and one, the other on two. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where the shady stuff really comes in. <laughs> so those attacks were always part of that uh, that staple of the Pokemon Rumble games, mm-hmm. and in the WiiWare in the in the 3DS one. You could change those attacks by spinning a roulette wheel, and you could change then uh, the attacks and then map them to the different buttons you want to replace. Hmm. They removed all of that stuff and made it exclusive to the figurines. Okay, that's... Hmm. I guess they really want people to buy those NFC figures. <laughs> yeah. And for an 18, $18 or 1800 yen download, that's shoddy. Yeah. That's really freaking shoddy. So you are basically limited to the fighting and nothing else. Hmm. And all the extra things they've added, like you could make the, the characters of the game or anything else, some of the features are removed, some of the features are exclusive to the figurines. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Ever, ever since I first heard about, well, the figures, I, well, I thought that was cool, but then, okay, strike one, like you can only get these at the Pokemon Center. Like, this is mm-hmm. like strike two. You can't do anything cool without the figures, basically. Uh, yeah, that's silly. <laughs> Stri- strike three is for me. They removed. They just removed the road style levels altogether. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I don't get why they've done that. I I really don't get it. Um, and here's comes strike four. They used some music from another game. Okay, Zelda. And I I I I, I no. Let me explain. I gave New Super Mario Bros. 2 a lot of crap for this, and also New Super Mario Bros. U. Mm-hmm. They they copied music from the lowest denominator possible. They copied music from Pokemon Channel on GameCube. <laughs> cool. It's happening. <laughs> they copied like 10 tracks of that game, and I'm fl- freaking serious. Wow, that's pretty lazy. They're just and, unoriginal. And, they're, 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 and they're not... They're not used for like little like jingle bits. No, they are used as actual level music. <laughs> well, that's that's something else. Yeah, they've never. That's another thing they've never done before. Um, uh, let me talk about positives. They have all Pokemon in that game. 
<laughs> I guess that's a positive thing, I suppose. All one million of them. Uh, yeah, and, and again, the challenge stuff is actually kind of neat. Um, hmm. Although, uh, the, the post-contact stuff, like, like the initial five and a half hours, um, actually becomes really difficult. Hmm. Um, and, and again, the rewards are not really worth it, so what's, why would you actually bother? Mm-hmm. Um, so, all in all, it's a, it's a well-made game, but it's not a very good one. I mean, the the fighting is still enjoyable, and if, if you get a group of friends together, it's, it can still be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, um, it's, it's 1800 yen. Hmm. It's... For, for the WiiWare game was 15, and I had a lot more enjoyment out of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't get why they made all of these unnecessary changes. It's um, it's it goes beyond me. Um, I feel really upset about the game. Well, I'm g- glad that I held out to listen to what you had to say about it before you know plunking down any money. Yeah, it's funny because I looked at the first morning after the game came out on the on the eShop, mm-hmm. and instead of like the usual five stars of very of a very low rank, mm-hmm. it was just in the middle three stars. <laughs> it's like yeah, that yeah, that that just say everything really, mm-hmm. because usually they're super supportive of the game, but it doesn't seem they are. Mm-hmm. So there uh, was Pokemon Rumble U, mm-hmm. um, not good. Um, the next game. Going to better ground is Tomodachi Collection Shinsaikatsu Shinsi- or New Life. Yep. Yep. Just call it New Life. It's much easier. Um, so I like the original very much so, and that's pretty much the case with the sequel. <laughs> um, they've expanded on what you can do on an island pretty much tenfold. <laughs> uh, because you were very limited in what you could do in the original. Okay. Um, and th- there were some there were some interesting stuff there, but after like a couple of days, you had everything unlocked, and you were kind of like, yeah, that's all really. But you still had fun like playing around with the Mies and um, giving them new items to play with. So it, it had still some longevity to it, but it it, it was a bit limited in design. Mm-hmm. Um, the sequel changes a lot of that stuff by adding also it adds everything in a more in all different kinds of manner. So, for example, they've expanded on on how many Mies can do in a room and do stuff together. So, for example, in the original on the Nintendo DS, at most people were in rooms of two. Like they were, um, they came to each other rooms to play games or whatever. But mm-hmm. the, the group never became bigger than two. Okay. Now and now there are just if you go to a room, you see a whole bunch of them are not there at their home. You see in one room that they are playing like four four player co op together <laughs> on, on Wii U, like they're playing Metroid Blast. <laughs> or if there are three people, they're playing um, Zelda Battle Quest. How does it portray it, like on the in-game TV <laughs> or whatever? Um, you you don't see much on the in-game TV. You do hear the sound effects. Okay, okay. So you do know exactly if if you played Wii U, you know exactly what they're playing. Okay. Hmm. Um, if 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 the player is alone, um, then he is playing Game & Wario's pirate minigame. <laughs> so he's doing all the weird motions in the second half of the song. It's it's really fun. <laughs> um, 
So there are already all, all these little touches like that. And of course, they're playing four-player multiplayer when they're together with a Nintendo 3DS. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're doing all that stuff. Like there, there are like there are pets now. There are um, more trinkets like um, mu- musical instruments. Uh, so they all play with that stuff, and it seems it's fun to see the Mii's reaction and be kind of happy about it too. <laughs> it, it, it's just fun to, to put your 3DS down and watch what they're doing. <laughs> um, so that made actually made it more enjoyable to do. Um, so what they added to the island are these various elements, like there are more stores to 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 buy stuff and get more into it. Um, so you can ha- give the Mies now hats now. They're all kind of crazy stuff. Like you can put a UFO on the Mies hat, <laughs> it will circle around constantly. <laughs> um, you can buy new rooms for them, which. Which they ridiculously expanded because the original had twenty, and I'm already at like I already had bought like twenty five, and I'm still getting new ones. Hmm. So there are more clothing, there's more food, so you can see how their reaction is. And one little thing they've added with the foods is if if they really like a food, like they love it, mm-hmm. they will they will fly into outer space, then say yippee, and <laughs> then go back to the island. Do you do you know how it like determines like if the characters like that? particular food or not it's a guessing game pretty much okay it's 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 like experimenting with all these kind of uh, food elements so uh the luigi me which i have in my apartment building really likes tea (laughs) if him give if it give him tea he goes nuts about it (laughs) do you have any hints i don't have any hints it's it's pure randomness it's it's pure it's pure guessing in that fashion. I guess maybe it has to do with their personality traits, which you choose as the start. Because when you make a me uh, or import a me via QR code, uh, you have to like put like his name and the first name and last name and the birthday and what have you. And then afterwards, you you set the the personality traits like how fast they walk and how mannered they speak and more of the things in that fashion. It could depend on that, but. I haven't looked too much into that specific aspect to really know for sure. Hmm. So it's just like this guy's an asshole, so he likes curry and rice or something. <laughs> Could possibly. <be. laughs> I don't know. Um. So what else? So they've in the original there was this section called Me News where they would talk um, directly to the player to introduce new elements. They've actually made it a feature now where you can pre- go to the like the me news station and it will tell you some random stories about what happened to the Mies on that day. <laughs> so, and one of the days, a friend of mine um, was turned into a new species of fish with his me face on them. <laughs> wow, Seaman! <laughs> Seaman! I'm tripping out, man. Seaman <laughs> two, pretty much. Seaman three. Seaman three. Oh, Seaman. Seaman Free confirmed two fruit to Madachi collection. The most anticipated <laughs> sequel of all time. <laughs> Heck yeah. You'd say I was working on it right now. Yeah. Um yeah, there are also you also have these various toys you can collect and play with you me, so there are more things of like that, like puzzles and um you can send them on a trip to around the world, so I've sent Miyamoto, Luigi and Satori Wata to a trip to London. <laughs> And they will um, want to stand like for the big pen and everything. So you take pictures and you can save them afterwards to your SD card. <laughs> uh, 
So it, 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 it's, it's pretty much more an interactive experience, which I like, um, because, uh, again, I, I liked the original, but there wasn't stuff like this, where it, it, where it was more interactive and you're in actually communicating directly to those memes. Mm -hmm. um, so that makes it more fun. And of course, you can make them sing. <laughs> let them do the weird performances. Um, another aspect of the game, um, next to all the silly stuff, is building up relationships more. So making best friends and actually getting them into uh, a love relationship. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know Nintendo Treat, right, on Twitter, um, Danny? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I made her marry Satori Wata. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So they. So what happened when they began to like one another? They became friends first, then good friends. Mm -hmm. Then they. Then there was a love sign in in the apartment building. It was like, what's going on here? <laughs> I think you know what's so, going so, on there. <laughs> yeah. So 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 I checked that, and and then one of the me's asked, "Well, I have int big interest in this person. How should I handle this?" So. I got an array of options, like um, doing a desperate, being romantic, <laughs> just being very casual about it. Mm -hmm. So I chose the casual option, of course. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I want to have um, a relationship with you. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that. <laughs> that was very funny. Um, and then after like a day or two, um, he said, from, I actually want to marry Satoru Iwata. <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, Go ahead then. <laughs> so what actually turned into was a mini game. So every time um, Satori Iwata thought about uh, Nintendo Tweet, I had to press a button on the touch screen and then I had to say Satori Iwata something at the right moment. Mm -hmm. So there was a with a thinking bubble, and if, if I saw the meat's face, I had to press that button on the touch screen. <laughs> After that, during that like five times, um, they got officially. You completed the mini game, and then fireworks would stall start starting up on the on the hill, mm -hmm. and then after that, an an a marriage scene would ensue. Hmm. So after when you when they get married, um, they will get together in a new house. Mm -hmm. So they move out out of the apartment building, and get into a house together. Okay, and live life there. Um. Strangely enough, if you have to want to make changes to me, like give them food or anything, they will go back to their apartment bu building apartment, and then when you're done, they go back to there. Okay. So it's kind of weird how they handle that stuff. Hmm. Um, I'm not at the point where they have a child just yet, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is the most <laughs> weirdest feature ever. But I'm sure, but I'm sure I will get to that point sometime in the very near future. <laughs> um. It's a crazy game, but I love it so much. I, th I, th I think it's totally understandable why it's doing so well in Japan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And why the DS, the original, did so well. Because it, there are so many random elements in that game. And which makes it... Oh, it keeps you constantly on your toes and you want to come back to it. It's, it's just easy when you have a digital in your system. Mm -hmm. Just just pop it up for five minutes and then put it down again. So, I mean, is this the kind of game that, I mean, like you said, you can play it in short bursts, but, I mean, if you play it for, like, a long time, are there still, like, things to do? Or is it more like Animal Crossing, where it's like, okay, I fished for an hour, uh, I picked it's, all it's the a, fruit? It's, 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 it's more like Animal Crossing in that sense. So, there are different perks if you, like, boot up the game at various time points. Okay. Like, for example, there is this amusement park you get, right? Okay. They have built-in 
a small RPG into the amusement park. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a two button a two button RPG. Uh-huh. So four me's will form a party. You put it in one hundred yen coin, mm-hmm. and and then they have to battle like various um, objects, mm-hmm. and the one button is for like regular attack, and the other one is for magic. Mm-hmm. And you have to combine those two. Well, those are battling like in like strategic strategic battles. Okay. <laughs> so that's a little thing they've added. Um, and there's also like other stuff that the Mies do at specific time points. Like at a certain point in the park, they will play games against in groups against one another, and that you view how um, randomness runs through there. <laughs> Um, so it, there, there is some elements to it where you can get to certain time points and explore new stuff, but it's mostly you put it on for a few minutes, do your stuff, and uh, go on with your daily life. <laughs> but I like it that way. It's it, it, it's good to have a short laugh and then um, have a smile on your face and do something else. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, the final game. Um, I, I will talk short about this, but I, I mean, there's a review on this on the site, but I kind of want to expand on it a little more, which is Game and Wario. Mm-hmm. Uh, game and Wario is a very different game from WarioWare. It has 16 different experiences. It's, it's, it's mostly, it feels like an arcade experience, like an ar- big arcade hall with 16 games for you to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been playing mostly through that. Um, I'm still going to collect those, all those small um, tokens, those uh, Gashapon minigames. Okay. I'm like, at le- I'm like at 100 and I still have like 200 to collect so I'm still ways off of doing <laughs> that. And when you return daily, you get a new coin as well, so that makes me kind of want to go back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's... Again, there's a review up on the side, so I won't talk, mostly talk about the mini games. So I will. Yeah, you just have to re- read the review. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's. I, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, I made it pretty lengthy. It's like over two thousand words, so I covered most of what there's to cover. Yeah, and I don't feel like I need to repeat that here as well. Sure. Yeah, the the review is um, really extensive, and it's a really good read, so you can get a good idea of you know what the game's about and see if it's something that you think would be for you. Yeah, because seven point five. Some people will say that's a that's a good enough score. Some people will say it's not enough for me to purchase the game, so it's better to read the text actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I've been so collecting those coins. I've been mostly going through bowling and shutter, where every round you go back, those coins will pop up. So mm-hmm. um, those two have been have been my go-to games when I boot up that game. Mm-hmm. Um, for the rest, yeah. That's all, really. I've been playing some Western stuff, but I will get there in due time in other places. So Cool. That's all for me. Cool, cool. Well, thanks a lot. And, yeah, we're going to go ahead and move on to me in just a couple seconds. We're back, and I'm gonna close up new business. Um, it's I'm not gonna you know be very long here. Uh, I only have just a little bit of stuff to really say. Um, one thing, it's kind of a short story, not really anything about something I 
well, it's about a game that I had, have had. Um, so Dragon Quest Seven, uh, you know, I bought that on launch day here in Japan, and I've played it for like about like 22 hours or something, and you know, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Well, I was having a lot of fun with it. Um, around the end of last month, like the tail end of March, I went on a trip to a place called Yokohama uh, with one of my buddies, and um, I decided to bring my 3DS with me and, you know, all of my games, because I guess I felt I was going to play every single one of my games. <laughs> so, you know, and for I, I just got, at the time, I had just got, like, that Club Nintendo 3DS cartridge carrying case thingy, and... Mm-hmm. It fit all of my games in it except for one, and that one was Dragon Quest. So I was like, okay, no problem. I'll just put this in my bag in like a little pocket on the inside, and you know, it's not going to be a big deal. Um, well, as I was getting ready to come back to Saitama, I remember specifically that I had the game like out on like a table or on the bed in the hotel, and I was like, okay, I got to make sure not to forget this. Haha, <laughs> I'd be a real idiot if I left this here. Um, <laughs> so I got home. And I didn't really even, you know, think about it until like a week later. And I was like, oh, I want to play some Dragon Quest. I was like looking and I was like, uh, where in the world is my Dragon Quest? That's not cool. So, yeah, I don't know. I ended up calling the hotel and see if they found it or anything. But I bet if somebody did, the cleaning lady probably just bought it and gave it to her kids or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so that sucks. And honestly, I've never, ever lost like a game ever in my life. So I feel like a... F- fucking idiot for doing this but good game um, <laughs> what can you do you know GG! yeah i guess I just have to buy it again uh, so you're not gonna buy it again are you maybe if i have some disposable income and uh no you're, you're gonna you're gonna wait for it a little while are you at least um it's not it's not a, a pressing matter right now so yeah. oh man reminds me of the time i got a free copy of mario and luigi superstar saga because some kid forgot it at my place of work. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a cool game to have. I, I bought it with my own money. <laughs> yeah. It's a good deal. It wasn't some crappy game. Yeah, yeah. No Beyblades here. No um, no Beyblades. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, the other game I've actually been putting quite a bit of time into is Link's Awakening DX. On the game, uh, 3DS, you know, virtual console. Uh, I had bought yeah. the game, you know, right whenever the eShop launched in the 3DS, but I, for whatever reason, yeah, June 2011. And, uh, yeah. I realized that I had never opened it up. Like, I had never, like, you know, booted it up to play, uh, when I tried to play it, like, the first time a couple of weeks ago. I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of bad. I have a, Maybe I have a lot of games like this on my 3DS. I don't know. It's like the Lindemann syndrome, you know? <laughs> um, no, but, you know, I had had the original Game Boy version when I was a kid, and I I'd got pretty far, but I never, ever beat it. Um, did you guys ever play this game or beat it or anything like that? Yeah, I, I, I've played it, yeah. Okay. Um, I played it only a few games. Oh, okay. Wait, which game? Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, the... Zelda Game Boy, original original Game Boy, and then they had it on the Game Boy Color. You mean the game I bought with my old, old Game Boy and is the best Zelda ever made? Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like that game. <laughs> Just kind of, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm... I'm really enjoying it. I like it's just general wackiness. It just seems a lot more wacky than yeah, dude. any other Zelda game out there. I and... love how fast-paced it is. Yeah, yeah. 
And man, I mean, with the DX version too, I mean, there's like an extra dungeon and that, that was pretty cool. And how and... you can equip more than one special item at once. Yeah, I know. That's, that's pretty badass. Like I just, spoilers for those of you who haven't played this game, um, which ugh, whatever, it's like 20 years old. Uh, <laughs> I, I got like the rooster bird thing or whatever it's called like the blue well in the game with color version it's blue and you know if you pick it up with the power bracelet you can like fly around and stuff and uh yeah that's pretty cool and there's like some kind of a trick where if you throw your boomerang and then lift it up or something then it like that boomerang is just spitting underneath you and you can just like totally destroy enemies that's awesome yeah it's really incredible this kind of this is goofy and um another thing too this kind of ties back to a conversation we had a few months ago with um, Minoru's new business, with, oh my god, the game, Kairu... Kairu no tame ni kane wa Yes. Like, what, the translation for the frog for whom the bell tolls or something? something yeah, like and uh, it's, it's, re yes. it's really cool. I mean, I just read about that, you know, that this game... Uh, well, it, you know, it's, it, what? Is it, okay, is it the way that Link's Awakening is based off of that engine, or is it the other way around? Or is that even true? <laughs> um, uh, I can't remember. Well, e either way, they're they're pretty similar, and um, so I mean, y you have like, there's one of the characters, I think Richard, isn't he one of the characters in the game? You know, yeah. Well, he he's in the game, you know, in Zelda, in Link's Awakening, and you know, he's in a room with like frogs and stuff, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of like a cool homage to you know the game and um. Then, too, I mean, you just got all sorts of other cameos from Mario characters and these weird side-scrolling levels, you know, Piranha Plants, Goombas. Even Wart is in the game, which is bananas. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, like Ty said, I mean, I'm, I'm just really enjoying the general wackiness of this game and just it's kind of the unique thing about it, you know, it's just that you can do all this cool stuff and all these cool characters you can interact okay, with. Okay, okay, hold on just a minute. Okay. All right, in the very original version of Link's Awakening, there's this what there's one guy's house you go into and pick up the phone, and when you yeah. pick up the phone, it says, "Yes, it's the bucket mouse." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do a any of you guys know what that means? I have no idea. <laughs> so no. One of my friends like would call me all the time and like say that. Okay. Just to be okay. surreal. I remember seeing uh, something once uh, that I think it was connected to, like, um, a Japanese store chain or, like, fishing shop or something called, or maybe just a fish, I don't know, called a bucket mouth. <laughs> okay. So, I, I guess, I don't know, you're supposed to be calling, like, a bait shop and not a mouse that lives in a bucket. <laughs> I don't even know what the deal is. It's still a mystery to me, and I'm thinking maybe it was something that was lost in translation. Could have been. I mean... <laughs> Tali, it's time to solve a mystery. I'm going to Google yeah. it right now. <laughs> and and rewrite history. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, without the TH sound in the Japanese language that makes, you know, uh, <laughs> mouse and mouth sound exactly the same. Um, so it provides a bit of difficulty maybe when translating, especially if you don't know where the hell they're coming from with with the source material. But Minoru, do you know what it says in the Japanese version? Do you remember? I have I have no idea. Oh no, 
Yeah. I mean, I'm playing the Japanese version. I might have picked up the phone at some point, but I mean, I, I was something I wasn't even looking for, so I don't even know. So maybe it's just a a special little connection I have to this game. It's my <laughs> my certain friend always yelling that at me. Yes, it's the bucket mouse. <laughs> He's coming. He's coming for you. Goddamn bucket oh, mouse. <laughs> Yeah, so actually that, that's going to do it for me. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the news. Alright, so news, there's a lot of stuff going on here in Japan, and um, Don, before you make a smart-ass comment like you did last time, no. <laughs> no uh, we'll go ahead and just get started uh, with the Media Create sales. Um, so looking at it here, Tomodachi Collection, which you know was just released on April 18th, has already sold over 400,000 uh, 400, copies, about 405,000 copies, and um, yeah, that's only in you know just a couple of days Basically, the range from this for these sales uh, data is from April 4, April 15th until April 21st. So, I mean, that's just, you know, a couple of days there. But, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely coming out strong. So that's pretty good news for that. Uh, this is probably going to have similar success uh, as the DS version of the game. So that's pretty cool. Um, Luigi's Mansion 2 is still up there pretty high. Uh, 41,000 units, bringing it up to over 500,000 here in Japan. Uh, of course, Animal Crossing still <clears throat> destroying things with the physical copies and you know digitally too. What what was the Don? Don do you remember the quote? Like, wasn't it in the uh, yeah I know for the yeah. digital. I so yeah. So I actually wanted to make a comment when I mean, you read it out. So okay. this actually works for <laughs> me. Um, so it's currently over three million retail, mm -hmm. um, but twenty five an additional twenty five percent. Of the game's total was sold through digital matters, hmm. so currently it's almost up to four million. Almost. Wow! Wow! It's like fifty thousand copies away. Hmm. Wow! 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 That's crazy. It's really crazy. Um, yes, I mean after that, in terms of Nintendo-related items, uh, there was this card fight Vanguard uh, right to. Victory. Victory. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, I guess, selling okay. 9,000 units, about over 54,000 here in Japan. Um, it, it's it's better than some games for the 3DS, like the extra purse, which still makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's that's about, that's like pretty much in the top 10. All these 3DS games, there's this Nam, or, uh, Bandai Namco, Namco Bandai, whatever you want to say, game. Uh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. And it has an incredibly long tail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it sold uh, already uh, 464,000 copies. Yeah. 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 I just noticed in the top 20, uh, Taiko Drum Master, the latest one, we is finally slowing down. It's currently 20 now. Hmm. Last week, it was still at 6. 
and a drop of forty three percent last week. Mm-hmm. But it's it is it sold this week like four thousand copies and it's almost like at five hundred thousand, so it's still doing well for itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Particularly for a console that's not really existing anymore. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. Well that's gonna do it for the software sales. Uh... The, the one thing I want to mention about uh, the hardware, mm-hmm. by the way. Um it seems like that uh the the 3DS doubled um, with the launch of Tomodachi Collection and the continued growth of um, Luigi's Mansion mm-hmm. 2. Well, uh, because last week it was 46,000, and this week it was almost 76,000, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and the rest st- stayed pretty much the same, like in similar fashion to last week. Mm-hmm. So it's the only system that had a bigger growth than the other systems in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw on the um, some of the notes or something from the uh, the briefing thing. The uh, oh my god, what the hell? The end of the fiscal year daily thing. Yeah, the fi- the fi- the fiscal year results two thousand twenty. Yeah, and uh, they they listed some Wii U console sales for here in Japan. I don't even think it's even hit a million, like nine hundred some thousand or so. Does that seem right? Yeah. yeah. So yep, still a little bit in dire straits here. But then again, there's really not like a big you know, kick-ass title that screams, you know, buy the system, it's freaking great. I mean, it's just, it's not there. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's a rich situation there currently, and I hope that all thing will turn out for the better. Um, yeah. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully, they said after July, I think should pick up, which is a bit late for my <laughs> opinion. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, what, what you gonna do exactly. about it? Uh, uh Interesting enough um, about the results briefing, the most interesting thing is currently the the connection rate of the 3DS and Wii U, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, the 3DS connection rate is currently at 87, which has seen tremendous strides in the last year, mm-hmm. B- because last year it was like 70, mm-hmm. so it, it has been seen a lot of growth, and Wii U, in a few months it has, it has been already climbing up to a connection rate of 80%. So they are con- more connecting to the internet. Mm-hmm. So so everything considered, Nintendo is making one stride with uh, their platforms. They're finally being mm-hmm. online. Yeah. yeah, Very true. Alright, well that's going to do it for the sales. So, Minoru, can you do that next little bit of news for us, please? Okay. Uh, new 3DS eShop campaign gives money back to gamers in Japan. You will get 500 yen if you buy one of 24 first-party titles, not third-party titles. Exactly, and uh, I think we've said it before. I mean, you know, there are a ton of first and third-party titles available on the eShop to purchase, and uh, definitely well over 50 by now. I'm pretty sure. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, if you buy stuff like Luigi's Mansion, Fire Emblem, Tomodachi Collection, um, you know, all sorts of stuff, you can uh, be eligible to get like 500 yen back. Um, so that's that's yep. pretty cool. I haven't. I got a. I already got my 500 yen eShop oh, cool. card. Cool, so cool, cool. There you go. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. All right, uh, Ty, do you want to read that next little bit of news there? Oh, more than anything. Awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> Club Nintendo Japan DSiWareWare DSiWare title <laughs> Nintendoji available to platinum and gold members if they choose a year-end prize. 
Yeah, so the, the thing was, like, uh, and Don, I know you probably have something to say about this title, too, because it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the thing was, at the, mm-hmm. at the end of, you know, the Club Nintendo year, whatever, you know, you can pick, depending on your level, you can pick a prize or two. Uh, if you're platinum, you can pick, like, two mm-hmm. prizes. If you're gold, you can pick one. And uh, one of them that was promised was this special game that Nintendo was making called, yeah, Nint- Nintendoji. And um, so I got that, and it just came out at the beginning of this month i believe and um yeah, yeah. I, I downloaded it and uh, the thing about it is it's like a card battling rpg um usually when i hear those two phrases in <laughs> an explanation of a game i usually don't get too excited but um <laughs> you know i got it anyways but i haven't even played it so I, I have no idea if it's cool or if it's awful or what but um Don, <laughs> you know, I, I I said this is a DSiWare title, but isn't there some kind of a interesting factoid about this, even despite its DSiWare-ish ways or something? You know, you know what I'm talking uh, about, or allu- alluding to? Well, uh, Don, we had talked about this, Don. It's been a while, but like you had said yeah, that you know, yeah. since basically the way the way that you get this game is through like a, a download code that you can enter in on the eShop. But yeah. apparently you cannot enter this stuff in on like a, you know, on the regular DSiWare shop. Uh, no, you can't. <laughs> so it's like a DSiWare game that you can't play on your DSi. Um, you can only play it on the Nintendo 3DS <laughs> system. So that's kind of silly, but I don't know. What what can you do? Um, I don't think too many people are heartbroken. Probably a lot of people don't even know or care. But No. Yeah, so maybe if I get to play that a little bit this month, I'll talk about it, uh, you know, on the next Famicast or something. So, uh you can look forward to or dread that so um all right and next don can you read that little bit there sure uh a trademark was filed for level 5's fantasy life in north america yeah so that's pretty cool so fantasy life you know big kind of like a rpg you know animal crossing kind of game with uh rpg elements and stuff like that uh possibly coming to north america so that's pretty cool um yep didn't I see this being shown at TGS? Yeah, yeah, man. Did you, yeah, uh, it was kind of, kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a huge deal. I mean, they're pushing it hard. Um, I think it's you know done relatively well here in Japan. Um, I think like over two hundred thousand at least. So, um, but yeah, it was fun. I mean, it's kind of like a mix between Zelda and Animal Crossing from what I played of the demo at uh, TGS last year. So. Anyways, uh, so Don had, you know, talked about Pokemon Rumble U uh, for the Wii U. And, um, well, there's an interesting thing that you can do. I mean, obviously, obviously, as we talked about in this episode and also in the past episode, too, that you can use, you know, these special Pokemon NFC figures and stuff like that. But uh, another thing that you can do, and I thank Minotu for helping me out with this because it's kind of weird trying to understand this. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can use, like, your IC cards, like, your basically your NFC cards that most people use for uh, paying for train fare or maybe buying a snack at a convenience store. You can scan it onto your Wii U gamepad, and it brings in, like, a assist character that you can use in the game. Um, I mean, I haven't tried it, so I have no idea, like, how long it stays there or anything like that, or how many times you can use the card if something, if there's limits for a day or a week or year <laughs> who knows but um it's kind of a interesting thing and it's not something that like costs money you just scan the card and you have this character in there so but anyway Man, i just had a total nostalgia rush over the old games where you would uh 
scan a barcode from Dude. the store. Minoru, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I only know because Minoto was explaining it the other day, and it was incredible. <laughs> they had this in Japan, too? Yes, oh. barcode battery. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I remember that now as a historically relevant Game Boy thing, mm-hmm. right? I Refresh my memory as to what Barcode Battler was about. Please. Minori, you're the man. You know more about this oh, than me. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> actually, actually yeah. I've never played it. Oh, God. From, from what you were saying like the other day, I thought like you were all about Barcode Battler. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, um, I remember knowing about this game like a long time ago, even though I'm pretty sure it never came out in the U.S. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I, there, there was like 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 an independent like handheld LCD kind of toy, I think, where you would scan barcodes off of you know anything that had a barcode mm-hmm. and it would give you like a, a random monster mm-hmm. and you could like connect this this like lcd toy to another one and like battle your monsters yeah because that's exactly it man like um i had read at least according to wikipedia <laughs> it it came out in america but it wasn't popular at all and it just huh. died but it was like extremely popular in japan for some reason i mean it's a really interesting idea that i mean you're just using barcodes from just random stuff you buy it's like oh cool i got some potato chips i'm gonna get a new monster to fight or something you know um that's yeah that's kind of incredible and uh this isn't like well i mean the technology is a little bit maybe more advanced but i mean what you're getting in the game isn't like you know some random monster it's well it is a random monster but it's helping you you're not fighting it and yeah, I, I, it might be a little bit more limited or something. I don't. I don't know. Who cares? It's a bad game. <laughs> there it is. Don has spoken. So, all right. So next, Minoru, do you want to read that little bit of news there? Sure. Uh, Luigi-themed 3DS LL is coming to Japan alongside Mario and Luigi Dream Team on July 18th. You know, this year is the 30th anniversary of Luigi. Yeah, and um, uh, if you're looking at your uh, smartphone right now, you can probably see a picture of uh, the 3DS LL or XL unit. Uh, it kind of looks like a cam- like white and camo Luigi uh, design. It's kind of neat, I guess. I don't know. Um, I always thought like that they've had one what earlier last year with a cool like Mario one, and it was like red with like these little emblems or something on it, and uh, I thought that looked a lot cooler, but. Maybe just me. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, Ty. Can you read that next little bit there? It's happening. Yes. <laughs> 3DS image posting tool for Twitter and Tumblr released in Japan. Only compatible with Animal Crossing and Tomodachi Collection. No cool games allowed. <laughs> <laughs> How do you mean those two are cool games? <laughs> yeah, I went there. Um. You're a jerk. I'm a dinosaur jerk. Awesome. <laughs> uh, the cool thing about this, because I've heard, particularly I was listening to a recent episode of 8.4, and uh, they were talking about how, you know, games like Tomodachi Collection and Animal Crossing, they just beg for some kind of integration with Twitter or Tumblr or something. I mean, you can take pictures in the games and, you know, but the way you share them is like, oh, okay, I got to you know, take my SD card out of my 3DS, put it on my computer, get the picture, then upload it to, you know, Twitter or Tumblr, whatever like that. But, uh, man, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook and Animal Crossing, combine those two. 
It's the end yeah, of but, all but, things. The, the, the thing is, though, I, I usually back, back, um, back save all of the images I, I shoot. So for me, it's not a big of a trouble to actually put out, hold out my SD card and put it in my computer. Yeah, I mean, I know for me, like, I never take my SD card out of my 3DS ever. Well, hardly ever, unless I need to, to you know, get a new SD card or something. But, um... Yeah, and I, I think this is cool. I mean, I I tried it out with Animal Crossing, some pictures that I had, and um, I mean, it's it's a site that you can access on your 3ds, and you know, you can just upload your shit. And yeah, I mean, I've tried uploading like other stuff, and it just simply won't do it. And uh, also, too, I mean, I don't have a Tumblr account, but I did it with Twitter. But after you upload the picture, it automatically has like hashtags for like the game, and then I think maybe like 3ds or something too. So you're left with, like a few characters to say whatever you want about it, but. Yeah, kind of cool. I mean, hashtag YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. Yes. Um, but I it... got this new wallpaper I got in Animal Crossing. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, you know, obviously, well, not maybe not obviously. I don't think Nintendo's going to have like some kind of full integration with Twitter, or Facebook, or anything in any of their games. But maybe this is about the next best thing, I guess. But um, anyway. Kind of cool. So, uh, Don, could you take that next bit of news there? Sure. <clears throat> um, we Joy Sound Karaoke U gets an update. Um, there's off TV play, mm-hmm. and there are new costumes for your Me Too era. Cool. Have you tried it out? I looked at the new costumes. Okay. I think I saw like a screenshot of one of the new costumes or something. That's about as far as I got. So. I love off TV yeah. play because I never hook up my Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. If I check in the eShop or something for the roundup that I do every week, I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to bother to hook it, hook up my, you know, console to the TV. What the hell's the point? <laughs> just do it on the gamepad. But, uh, yeah, totally get it. <laughs> You're just lazy. Kind of. <laughs> But uh, the last little bit of news is something that came out of the thing from a couple of days ago that you just told me what it was called. I'm dumb. Uh, investors meeting. Um, yeah. Uh, at one point, Nintendo was talking about having NFC payments basically coming to the Wii U in the future, i.e. using, like we were just talking about earlier, these IC cards, these electronic cards uh, to buy games. And, um, you know, it's kind of a way that they were talking about in the, uh, presentation that you know it's kind of a way to expand their business and uh i mean obviously this would be good for stuff like ki- people like kids people that don't have credit cards <laughs> or something it's like hey your mom gave me this money for train fare i'm just going to use it for games now <laughs> everyone in japan <laughs> <laughs> yes everyone in japan so yes <laughs> so yeah it's kind of cool and um uh, yeah any anywho so i obviously the the big thing that happened here in the past like couple of weeks is uh you know the Nintendo Direct and uh, I mean tons and tons of cool stuff came out uh there uh for all regions and um you know I'll go ahead and just you know start up with just some basic stuff we don't have to I mean Don has played some of these games so I mean yes. if he has like a comment or something I mean yeah I definitely want to hear it and didn't you did you or did you not like record a segment for connectivity about the games or uh we did we are not sure when it's coming out though? Okay. Since we haven't heard, I've got Scott or um or Mike. Well, let's talk to Scott today. I thought he said that. Yeah, because I thought he said that you had made something and that he's going to have it in this episode. I think. So, anyways, um, 
So you can expect yeah. that in the future. But uh, one of the games that I think Don got to play is Mario and Luigi RPG 4 Dream Adventures, as it's called here in Japan. Uh, Dream Team in the West. Is that the same in Europe, too? No, it's called Dream Team Brothers, Dream Team in, Brothers. in Europe. Okay, yeah. cool. And uh, in Japan, it's coming out on July 18th. And uh, like you know, Minoru said too, there's that cool uh, Luigi's uh, Luigi theme 3DS that's kind of coming coming out alongside it. I think doesn't that even come with the game? Maybe. Yeah, it comes with the game pre-installed. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is. Um, also, one thing I have to make say directly. Sure. Europe is getting it first, you all of you assholes. <laughs> what? <laughs> this cannot be. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Yes, Ty doing his best anime impression over there. <laughs> we're we're we're, get, we're getting it a full week before Japan and a whole month before North America. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I don't know, but it's freaking amazing. Cool, cool, cool. Um, um but yeah, Mario and Luigi, um, Dream Team or our Dream Adventure. I loved the demo. Hmm. I really enjoyed the demo. The fun part is, I was I was first looking, at, I was first playing another game, and I was hearing the the title screen music, and I say, I need to go there. I need to play that demo. I, I just need to go. <laughs> so I went to play that demo, and um, it has the typical Mario and Luigi humor, just like the other games. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the dream stuff is pretty interesting. Well, I'm not going to detail that much because you have to hear the other segment to say what my full thoughts on that one are. <laughs> but uh, yeah, beyond the dream stuff, it's it's the regular classic Mario Luigi experience from the other three games, which I certainly enjoy. It's uh, it's a uh, and, and the music and the presentation is like an art book. It's uh, it 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 all comes together really nicely when you see the motion on the 3ds. Cool, cool. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and definitely be sure to check out that episode of Connectivity. It could be something that's hitting um, basically the end of April, early May-ish. So if you're listening to this in the future, be sure to go back and check that out for sure. So uh, with the next bit of news, Minota, can you go ahead and read that off for us? Okay, Mario Golf Road Tour for 3DS is coming this summer. We are still not sure if we have an RPG mode, aren't we? I don't, yeah, I don't. Know. I I will be honest here. In this particular game, I don't care about an RPG mode. Really? Yeah, it, 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 that's going to be the controversial opinion, but I don't really care here in this particular instance for an RPG mode because a round of golf takes way longer. And uh, with the tennis stuff, I actually found it interesting to have an RPG mode. <clears throat> but with golf, it, it's sort of game where which I put on a play around of. And I put really much involvement and time in, and then turn off the system. So I don't see myself really in involving myself in that, that sort of mode. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, fair enough. I'm kind of indifferent about it, really. Um, I don't. Know. Is anybody excited for this game? <laughs> I, I'm ex- I'm excited about the community features in that game because mm-hmm. they're similar to Mario Kart Seven, mm-hmm. and it seems like you can also upload your scores while being offline and then upload them later. So. The community will always be active, which actually really excites me. I heard the letters RPG, so <laughs> no. <laughs> no the, the RPG will not be there. So yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, great. Yes, with a question mark. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> with the question mark. 
uh, on, on that note, Ty, could you read that next bit of news there for us? Okay, let's see. Are we talking about Mario Party here? Y- yeah, that's right. Are you serious? Mario Party. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, Mario Party. Mario Party for 3DS revealed, arriving sometime in 2013. <laughs> I project there will be a condition at the end of each match where the player with the most stars and the player with the least stars must trade. Um, so, in this game, they have various elements on every single board. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, so one, for example, is based on, like, one is more, um, example, on um, your strategy skills, uh, how you place yourself on the board, and the other is more uh, a four-way experience where four, all four players will take another approach on the board. And that board is more styled like Mario Galaxy. Um, all of those to do something different, which actually interests me. And I like the previous one on Nintendo DS, where you have four people to play through one single card download play. Hmm. Um, so that actually was a really good feature. If you say so. <laughs> but uh, but, um, but the, the thing is, it seems that, because the DS one mostly used buttons, it seems like they're more using like the touchscreen and AR stuff and what have you. So I'm kind of I'm kind of indifferent about it. I'm not sure what to expect, really. Um, I hope that they also include online play. I mean, for the 3DS, for a more powerful system than the Nintendo DS, it kind of makes sense to do so. Mm-hmm. I guess, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Ty's uh, opinion about the Mario Party series is... Uh, I think we understand <laughs> where he's coming from. You know uh, what my favorite Mario Party game is? Which one? Pac-Man Fever. <laughs> Namco put out. That's not, that's not a that's not a Mario Party game. <laughs> it, it's like a Mario Party game except good. <laughs> Namco put out um, I, a oh, knockoff. What? What? Oh, the Mario Party games are good. Shut up. Whatever, dude. Namco <laughs> put out this amazing like board game party game on GameCube and PS2, and it, it, it's like Mario Party except you win with skill. <laughs> well, there is a, there is a, there is a board in there where you based on skill, so I'm more interested in that. Then maybe that interests you. I don't know. Um, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um, Minoru, do you have any opinions about Mario Party yeah, in general? Actually, uh, I've never played it. Really? I've played one, like one of them? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I, I personally I played like. Um, I think the very first Mario Party, then Mario Party 3 on the 64. And, I mean, they were fun. It just sucked that they, like, destroyed your controllers when you're playing it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was kind of ridiculous. But, um, I don't know. So what? I mean, with this one, do I have to, like, throw my 3DS on the ground after playing a level or something if I lose? I mean, Here's the pro tip. To, co- to mash buttons as quickly as possible, pick up a AA battery and swipe them as fast as you can <laughs> back and forth across your GameCube buttons. <laughs> That's awesome. But <laughs> uh, well, for, for me, like I said just a few moments ago, for me, the most interesting thing is this will actually have online play. Hmm. Hmm. They, can't, they can't get away with it no more. I mean, it's not no longer on the Wii or Nintendo DS. I mean, if they're going, really going for the Nintendo 3DS, you would kind of suspect that they would do something online related with it. But yeah. you can't punch people online. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will punch people online through the Skypes. <laughs> it's me. I'm getting punched. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of don't really care about this game. Um, 
but you know, I'll read about it <laughs> if anything. Mario so. Party is a game that Nintendo has released. <laughs> the end. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, uh, Dahan, could you read that next bit of news there for us? Heck yeah. Uh, New Super Luigi 2 DLC for New Super Mario World is used coming to Japan in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we saw some new footage of that during the Nintendo Direct. Um, this time with new music. What? No, not new music. Just we just reused music again. <laughs> Great. Hmm. Um, so the levels are interesting in the fact that uh, Luigi handles like he did in in Mario Brothers 2. Mm-hmm. And so he has his flutter jump, which is awesome. But it also makes him harder to stop. Uh, the third thing about it is that there are just 100 seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. So you have to do this in a very constrained time frame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that stuff makes me actually very interested in what they're going to offer. Um, well, I'm, I'm curious about pricing and what they, how they're going to handle it in its, complete, in its completely fashion. So I'm interested you guys have any predictions for how much you think this is going to cost? I'm personally, I'm thinking like two thousand yen or something like that. Yeah, same here. Um, Ty or Mino, do you have any opinion about this? Do you care? <laughs> no. Nope. Two thousand yen <laughs> sounds too cheap. Really? <laughs> yeah, I I'd say uh, two thousand five hundred yen. Oh, they might as well just put a new disc out or something. But I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. But um, new super complete edition. You, <laughs> all people in Japan are rich. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it, America. Oh God, <laughs> something like that. Um, <laughs> I'm wa- I'm wondering why they're not just putting this on a disc in Japan. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Maybe they're, nah, I don't know. It is kind of odd, considering Japan and the internet. <laughs> Uh, need, yeah. need I say more? <laughs> Possibly not. Yeah. But you'll do it anyway. Yes, no. Um, yeah. Yes, like I said, about does it with New Super Luigi 2, like I said, like Don said, coming out in June here in Japan. This It's kind of just a broad summer release in the other regions, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, just just a, some, something like summer. Okay. So, yeah, you can look forward to that wherever you are. Yeah. Uh, you know, next up, they, on the Jap, you know, this is all based off the Japanese Nintendo Direct, all the stuff that they had on there. Um, next, uh, I think this is t- at the point where they're still pretty much the same, I think. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Returns, as it's called here in Japan, not Donkey Kong Country Returns, uh, for 3DS, you know, it's hitting Japan on June 13th, uh, 4,800 yen. Um, what coming into the West May twenty fourth in America maybe uh, I, 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 I think May fourteenth in Europe. Oh wow, shit, cool. Yeah, you damn Europeans. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so there's some cool little things in there, like local multiplayer. Uh, there's like an easy mode basically because with the original game, I I have it, but I haven't really played it. You know, you only have like two hearts, so basically you can only get hit like a couple times before you die. But uh, the the easy mode gives you like an extra set of hearts and um, also actually uh, yeah I can actually play around with that yeah so it's it's not called easy mode it's called new mode is that what it's just an, it's just a sneaky way of saying hey we've included <laughs> an easier mode for the handheld <laughs> so uh, there are various items like the green balloon which you can save you from like these pitfalls mm-hmm. and bring you back on the, on the on the top uh, and there is like banana juice which um, 
makes all your bananas count double. Um, and there are things like that. You can select like three at them before you start a level. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did notice that it became the, ex- the experience became easier in that fashion. I mean, you can still die, of course. Mm-hmm. And even if you play new mode and not use the and not use the the, the items, it, it still becomes a little easier. But all the elements of it are still there. It, it just becomes a little easier because you can take more hits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the the difficulty is adjustable to how you played the game, hmm. um, which actually makes it very interesting. Pick easy mode to be made fun of. <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you're not, not very good, might not use the items, there's no wrong with taking a few additional hits because you will still die a lot because of those, those pits. Hmm. Because the biggest problem in Dogcone Country Returns were those pits, hmm. in my opinion. Hmm. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, yeah, like I said, I do have the Wii version, but just the whole waggle, jump, roll, whatever thing just didn't really mm-hmm. tickle my fancy. So um looking forward yep. to playing something with, you know, physical buttons. Unless they make the Wii mode where you shake your 3DS, which would be... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they're, obviously, they're probably not going to do that. Um, but <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so Minoru, can you read that next little bit there? Sure. Uh, Yoshi's Island was revealed for 3DS, which is coming uh, later. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a short little video shown, wasn't there? Not yep. the screenshots. Okay. And um, yeah, I, you know, I've heard some people say that they think it looks like crap and they don't really like the look of it or anything. I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of indifferent. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, I, 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 I kind of like how it looks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I um, I've, like, like a mixture of art styles. I haven't seen the trailer, but you know that's a good game. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, the sequel wasn't though. Yeah, it wasn't. That was like for little uh, the, kids. The sequel on Nintendo on, on Nintendo DS was was terrible. Okay, it was terrible design. But straight up Super I mean, Nintendo Yoshi's Island, that's a good game. Yeah, absolutely. And I bet like when you actually see it on a 3DS, like you know, on your system. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah, that's the thing yeah. too. I mean, because I mean, the videos that you see, like these streaming videos, like on wherever that you're watching it, or if you watch this later on YouTube, I mean, yeah, your 3ds screen is well, unless you maybe have an XL, uh, it's probably a little bit smaller than what's being displayed. So I mean, things look generally sharper and just better. And then the 3D effect too, you know, adds a little bit to it too as well. So uh, you know, you got to take that in consideration when you're looking at you know yeah. videos or screenshots and stuff like that. I, I guess it just goes without saying, but. Um. The thing that makes me kind of curious is who will develop this. Yeah, because um, the DS one was uh, developed by R two. Okay, R two, which which weren't a great developer or a great fit for that game, regardless, because they made they introduced all these unnecessary mechanics with the multiple babies and what have you. Yeah, it's... and some of the levels were just pretty jerkish. <laughs> um, but they have gone out of business. Hmm. Mm, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I am kind of wondering who's going. I hope it's Nintendo internally developed, mm-hmm. but they haven't said a thing about this. Hmm. Yeah, hard telling. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know about you guys. I'm kind of interested because I mean, man, like I had uh, the original one, well, uh, on the Game Boy Advance, and I, I heard yeah. that's. Is that bad? Like a bad version of it compared to the Super Nintendo version? No, 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 no. It, it, it's 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 a pretty comparable port. Okay. 
Well, I got like, I think to the next to last stage, it was like this really long, confusing, like maze and I just couldn't beat it. And then now I don't have my Game Boy Micro or my copy of the game here, so I can't really play it and continue. So that sucks. But anyway. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so next, Ty, can you read that next little bit of news there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Mario vs. Donkey Kong Mini Carnival. Mini Mini Carnival. <laughs> mini Mini isn't Carnival. It, isn't, it, isn't it Mario and Donkey Kong? Did I put verse? Okay. He did yeah. put versus. Well, he's going to fight him. Okay. <laughs> the fight to the finish. Yes. Welcome yeah, to the Thunderdome. Okay. Anyway, it's coming to the 3DS this summer. You can get this. Create stages and share them with friends. So, yeah, this is another game I played at the event. Okay. Uh I really liked it. It's uh did you did any of you play like uh Pipeworks when you were younger? Pipeworks? No. Yeah. Like literally mm. with pipes and stuff, or no? But you have to place them in an environment and complete the puzzle. Like is that in your I kitchen? Re- re- <laughs> I remember a game called Pipe Dreams. Is that related? Pipe, dream, pipe, pipe Dreams could be something in, along those lines. I think. I don't know. I, hmm, I can't remember. Um. So. Basically, pretty much, you have to put tiles in the in the environment to create a path for the minis to walk upon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and you have to guide them to the goal while collecting various objects and um, guiding them. Um, the the four main modes are like various variations on the on the type. So in one of them, they will fall like a puzzle style element. They will fall from the right, and you have to quickly drag them in the environment before your bar basically fills up. In the other one, you just get a, uh, a fixed set of tiles, and you have to figure out where to place them. And then, let me think. There's also a gigantic level where you just get it's are the same as the first as the first one, but but um, there there's a lot of room for for like destroying stuff and collecting stuff. It's like a gigantic level. Hmm. Um, I can't remember the third one. Oh yeah, they have to. Um, Switch like um, switches where you can turn out um, the change the turns and then guide them to the goal. Uh, there are also mini games like um, there's this mini game where you have to um, guide this mini Mario uh, on a platform and rotate rotate on the on the control screen and then um, and then yeah avoid bullet bills and collect coins. It's a lot of fun actually. It's a f- it's a fun puzzle game with some fun mini games thrown in there. I think it's also pr- pretty long. It has like, what is it, like 200, 300 puzzles, and then also those minigame things. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. And now you can also make levels, so it's, uh, yeah, it, I, I don't know what it will be cost, but it seems like a pretty good amount of stuff in there. Yeah, especially for, you know, downloadable game. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, cool. Well, um, Don, can you actually read that next bit of news there? Sure. Um, the the next big thing of news was Sayonara Omikara Kamase, which is a sequel to the Super Famicom game from 1994. Uh, this is coming to the 3DS. It's a 2D platformer ga- platforming game that uses like a rope, like a grappling hook thing, and it's coming out June 20th for 4,800 yen. Yeah. So yeah, Sayonara Umihara Kawase, and I guess Umihara Kawase is like a game. 
said, like Don said, and Super Famicom uh, from the mid-90s. Minoru, are you familiar with this at all? No, not at all. Okay. Because I think, like, one staffer, I think, was it, I think Andrew Brown, uh, Australian correspondent, he was, he had heard about this game, and I had never heard about it, and I think I just uh, went to, you know, Wikipedia and started looking for it, like, right after they announced this. And, um, yeah, but it looks kind of cool, looks kind of crazy, and this, this is part of the conference where the stuff was getting, like, you know, specifically aimed at Japan, and, um, yeah. so I think, you know, they're, there's some good nostalgia for this game, maybe, with a few people. <laughs> well, enough to which where they made a sequel. So I don't know. I'm looking at it right now on YouTube, uh-huh. and it looks like Bionic Commando, except instead of like a static swinging arm, you have like a rubbery swinging arm. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds pretty fun to me. Yeah, and like the from the trailer and stuff that they're showing about this game, I mean. It's like you're controlling like these girls, and they're just like grappling all over the place, just you know, going all sorts of different places. Look pretty impressive. And um, yeah. if I have some extra money, maybe it's... I'll just buy it. I hope to God to have a demo, <laughs> and that that'd be yeah, an yeah. easy way to. Yeah, uh, it also it also seems that um, all these different characters have their own specific elements to them. Like one have checkpoints, another have this specific thing they can use. Yeah. And I think I think yeah. only one of them has enormous breasts. So I mean. <laughs> that's that's I guess that's pretty. <laughs> I was that, that's actually that's actually pretty disappointing for Ty. Yeah, well, so. I'd say you, you usually expect like you know boobs hanging down to their knees on like all of these you know anime girls and stuff. But hey, yes, I love giant anime boobs more than anything. <laughs> yeah, all the Real way. Real talk though. Yeah. You know what I love more? What's that? Grappling hooks. <laughs> awesome. Every every single game I've ever played in my entire life that has grappling hooks has been way fun awesome so maybe you know take another look at this game because mm-hmm. i'm totally gonna now way that I, I know fun. it has ga- grappling hooks mm-hmm. right on right on cool well uh next up in J- japanese gaming related news uh digimon world re-digitized decode is coming out on the 3ds on june 27th um, I think I had made some kind of a comment after this was announced. Like Digimon, who gives a shit? And I think, <laughs> <laughs> like in like the chat that we were doing with the NWR staff as we were watching this stuff, and I think someone, maybe it was one of the younger. I was. Was that. it you? I thought it was maybe somebody else. Yeah. Too. They were like, man. I wasn't. I wasn't. And and Andrew, we both were really angry yeah. at you. I mean, dude. Whenever I first heard of Digimon, it was like after it, I had already was pretty heavily invested in Pokemon. So it's like, what's this shit? Fucking rip off Pokemon. You know, it's kind of like attitude at the time. And now I just don't care either way. But <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. I haven't played the PSP one, so I'm actually kind of interested in buying it on my 3DS. Well, well you have to let us know all about it because I'm probably not even going to play it if there's a demo. Even if there's a demo. So, uh, Well, I'm not going to buy something now. Umihara Kamase, so screw that. Okay, well, <laughs> that's fine. But it has grappling hooks. Grappling hooks, and... I don't care about your freaking grappling hooks. One of the characters hooks. has really big boobs, man. Come on, could be a chance. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, man, it has some good gameplay to it, like, uh... Like, um... What's the one with the ninja? Sinran Kagura Burst. Simon Kagura. Yeah. I, I I don't like the aesthetics, but at least like the gameplay. I mean, I had enough platformers in the last two <laughs> years. So. Awesome. Uh, all right, uh, Minoru, can you read the next bit there? Sure. Uh, Yokai Watch was shown off. It's a new IP, new IP mm-hmm. from Level 5. It 
that has players catching ghosts and using them to fight other characters in the game. Sounds like a Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it's set to release in Japan only July 11th mm-hmm. for 4,800 yen. That's right. And uh, yeah, I think we noticed it at best. It's basically Pokemon, but instead of catching Pokemon, you're catching ghosts. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, Buster. Yeah, kind of. Um, no vacuum cleaner, though, as far as I know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it could be cool. Um, I mean, you know, uh, quality's up there. I mean, it looks like, you know, a quality game, you know, level 5, um, you know, just trying to do something to, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I've never I've never played a retail game for level 5 that I found, found a bust, so I'm definitely interested. In yeah, so, I mean, you know, level 5 has a great track record, so, um, yeah. yeah, anyway. Uh, Ty, do you want to round out that last little bit of uh, 3DS releases, just like that list there? All right, so I guess uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 <laughs> is coming out on May 23rd. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> and then... I like those games. Yes. Ninja Jaru Jaru-kun. I judge my whoops. <laughs> That's my fault. Whoa. That's totally my fault. Sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, I read it right. You did. You read what I wrote. What's what? What is okay. this game? I, I can't. Well, Ty, can you tell us when it comes out? Uh, yeah, we got a release date of six twenty. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about this because coincidentally, I played a Game Boy game from this series last summer. I just like, hmm, what the hell's this? I'm gonna buy it. It's you know four bucks. So I bought it, and it's you're like this little ninja and stuff and uh you can hang on ceilings and walk around uh <laughs> so it looks kind of interesting and i guess there's sounds good to me man yeah <laughs> i like to stick to ceilings yeah so there's there's been i guess other games in famicom and stuff too minoto you ever played any of these games yes uh, wh- yeah uh, and it's secret uh, show. uh actually ninja kun is uh brother of Jajamaru-kun. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, kind of huge uh, back in 1980s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so actually uh, Ninja Jajamaru-kun for Famicom was a million seller according to Wikipedia. Oh, wow, Jesus. Hmm. Kind of a big deal in Japan. Hmm. Yeah, it was used to be a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and last of all, we have Disney Magic Castle by Namco Bandai. It uses Miis. Yeah. <laughs> In the game world at Disney characters. Yeah. Coming on 7-Eleven. Yes. To 7-Eleven, probably. I, yeah, I, um, I saw that there was a 3D trailer on the Japanese eShop, so I downloaded it, and it was basically just the intro. Yeah, I saw there was a 3D trailer, and I didn't download it. <laughs> So yeah, get this game on 7-Eleven And in the US, if you go to a 7-Eleven You can get a free Slurpee <laughs> Not in Japan, unfortunately Man Yeah, it kind of sucks You know, free hot dog or something, it'd be great but... Weak <laughs> Or may- maybe you can just skip Disney Magic Castle And go for your car watch do Yeah, dude Same day Yeah Cool, done Could you read that next little bit there? Sure. Uh, the next thing is uh, Pikmin 3, which is coming to the Wii U in Japan on July 13 um, for 5,985 mm-hmm. yen. 
Yeah, we're coming to North America August 13th, is that right? Or August 20th, yeah. whatever, yeah. August... Uh, something. Yeah. August something yes. something. And Europe doesn't have a date. Oh, that's silly. <laughs> but I, I'm buying it for Japan anyway, because I think it will be later than Japan, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, next, I mean, the big news from the conference, if you... Or anything of a Nintendo fan by now, you probably already know about this, but you know, yeah. <laughs> New Zelda on the well, the English titles is called The Legend of Zelda on 3DS. In Japanese, it's actually you know Zelda no Densetsu Kamigami no Triforce Two. Uh, basically, Link to the Past Two is coming out, and it looks incredible. And Don has played this. Yes, that is awesome, man. I'll tell you what, because. It's been a while since I've been, like, genuinely, like, super excited about a game. I mean, usually I get, like, oh, it's cool, I'll buy that, oh, it's cool, but I'm, like, never to the point where I'm, like, I really want to play this game, you know? And that's where I'm at right now with this game. It just looks so freaking awesome. I just really want to try it out. Yeah, dude. For, yeah. <laughs> for, 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 for me, that's Mario Luigi. For me, this one is second place, hmm. but I, I, I liked it a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's coming out in 2014... 14 in Japan and Europe and America is getting it at the end of this mm-hmm. year. Um, so playing the game, it, it, I like the pace to the game. It, it it was a little bit faster than your regular like the 3D the 3D Zeldas are more like open and yes. you have to take your time with them. Yes, and this <laughs> it, it, and this seems like more of a faster pace as to like. Appearing together with the 2D art style, so you can play a quick dungeon and then be uh, done with it. When uh, when I looked at the game for the first time, because the dungeon I played, I don't know if it's re- representative of the final mm-hmm. game. Um, we have to still see on that, but um, I mean, I rushed through that dungeon in like a good, a good time of good time of like 25 minutes. 20 oh wow! Minutes. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Oh man, and, um, I'm genuinely and... excited. <laughs> like yeah, as the it's... as the resident Zelda hater, <laughs> I am genuinely <laughs> excited. I mean, I love Link's Awakening. I love Link to the Past. I love those games. <laughs> and then you know, Ocarina of Time came out, and I'm like, eh. Have you played Majora's Mask? I did play it, and I was like, eh. Oh, I thought it was great. So, um. So going back to the game, um, so you have your bone and arrow, which they we didn't, didn't utilize in a demo all too much, sadly. Um, but I played around with the hammer and the sword like all the time. I, I slashed enemies, used the hammer to um, stomp down platforms and reach higher places. Mm-hmm. And it has also this this elements of Link to the Past going on, where <clears throat> you have to use like various layers in the environment to hop down and hop up. So yeah, for example, like this key. On a ho- on a lower floor, but you can't reach it, so you have to go to a higher floor. Use the hammer to to make a crack in the in the environment, and then drop down to get that key. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so so it's so it's stuff like that that makes it really interesting, and it feels like it really feels like an old school 2D Zelda, which I really love. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you have the new mechanic thing with the with the drawing, um, which they introduced in in this game. And they do some interesting stuff with it, like um, you have to play stuff in the environment and then reach the fences to go outside of the dungeon and then do all of this platform-based puzzles. It's it's so much more in- it's so much interesting mm-hmm. to me. Uh, I haven't seen just a taste of it, but I, I hope that I see so much more in the very near future 
because all of it felt so really good. Yeah. Oh God, it sounds and, like a real I mean, video game. <laughs> yeah. And 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 the three D stuff, like having those various layers in the dungeon, it looks like really looks like you're looking down on on the various mm-hmm. layers. It looks so. Yeah. I. I'm not sure if it's available in the West, but at least in the Japanese eShop, you can get a 3D video. No, 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 no. There's, there's a 3D video okay. in the rest just, of the world, too. Yeah, I don't want to... Yeah. yeah, okay. It's Yeah, it, it totally looks incredible in 3D. And it, I, I turned it off the 3Ds to see what it looked like, and I was like, ah, it sucks. It, it's, 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 it still looks... Yeah, great. I mean, it looks okay, but I mean... Uh, it, either, way, either, way, either way, it looks Yeah, great. I mean, it really, really adds to it having the 3D with it. Oh, definitely. But it, it, it's the same stuff that like Link to the Past did. It's, it's still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have added like this more visual depth to it, which um, makes me very happy that I played it. And my God, though, next to Mario and Luigi and that game, those two games are the games that I really want to play on my 3DS this mm-hmm. year. Um, because man, it's looking both of them are looking so ridiculously mm-hmm. good. Minoru, are you like a big fan of A Link to the Past? Yeah, I prefer to the Zelda to 3D Zelda, so uh, I'm on the awesome. Hype train. <laughs> yes, the yeah. hype train. I, I I I prefer them too, and I I thought this game, the demo I played, was an amazing pitch. I <clears throat> I I've played like many demos in the last like six seven years that I write about video games. Never have I been impressed with two demos than during this event. Sounds great. Yeah. You know, here comes the hype yeah. train. Woo-woo! Come on, catch a ride. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think maybe I'm with you guys too. Like after playing, well, can, I'm playing Link's Awakening right now. But after, I mean, before that, it had been, been a while since I'd played a 2D Zelda. And man, I, now I just kind of realize how much I really like them compared to the 3D ones. Just everything about it. It's just, you know, a little bit more simple. But I mean, you can still have some pretty complicated stuff. And it's just, it's really incredible and I'm really really happy to see this uh, fucking sequel you know to this game to this amazing game and from what it sounds like already this is already amazing so I, I'm color me excited so yeah I, I, I can't wait for yeah, actually 2D superiority <laughs> death of the 3D dude like seriously I'm thinking about getting a western 3DS just so I could make sure I play this game at Christmas um, <laughs> seriously because I don't want to wait till next year Anyway, um, in, in one thing I want to mention before we um, head off from the Nintendo Direct stuff, uh, Europe got two very exciting announcements too for oh, this yeah? year. Because we're getting Layton and Bravely for both of them as well right, this year. Right. Uh, America's getting them both next year, but we're getting them this year as well, next to all of the stuff we've I've, we have just wow, mentioned. That's incredible. So it's, look, it's looking amazing this yeah, year here. Yeah. Yeah, Bravely Default, really cool game. Um, yeah, get hyped. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean Z- Zelda, Layton, and Bravely Default all in a span of a few months. I'm fucking yeah, on board. Yeah, and then of course in North America, I mean you know Earthbound was announced to be uh, coming out. Oh, Europe yeah, as okay, well. Okay, Europe, Europe as well, well. and uh, yeah, that, yep. that's pretty amazing. And then if, if if this is any indication, well, I mean shit, that was never released in Europe, right? No, never. Ever. So yeah, I mean they'll easily get. Probably the U.S. version. I'm assuming they probably won't do the Japanese version, but um, yeah, I, I do like the trend that I'm seeing with the European Virtual Console releases because so many people were pissed off about like the whole 60 hertz things or whatever. Yeah. Um, the problem that I really don't know much about because I don't live there, but you know, I know it's it's a the problem. The entire launch lineup for the Virtual Console Wii U in Europe 
um, has been all based on American and Japanese releases. Exactly. So I thought that was pretty cool. And um, actually, you know, speaking of, you know, Wii Virtual Console, um, yeah, Japanese Virtual Console is, for Wii U, is actually pretty awesome. Um, Man, the Virtual Console. <laughs> yes, the Virtual Console. I think I had that in the 90s <laughs> on a, with a PC and a dial-up <laughs> connection. You could have. I think I did, too. It had a lot more games, <laughs> and it was cheaper. Yeah, but, you know, uh, regardless, I mean, yeah, Wii Virtual Console just launched today here in Japan, uh, April 27th, and, um, you know, there are some titles that are the same as what, you know, uh, North America and Europe got. Uh, each had, like, their own kind of distinct, well, uh, North American launched kind of crap, I think, but um, yeah. Europe, Europe got at least one really cool kind of unique title that also came to Japan, but I'll go ahead and read off all the stuff that came out in Japan here today. <clears throat> so, I mean, first, you know, Ice Climber came out, 500 yen. Of course, uh, every Nintendo platform <laughs> has Ice Climber. My God, I don't like that game. <laughs> um, uh, if, you, if you want to like, bun, buy one version, I think the 3DS version is actually the best of Virtual Console one. Wasn't it an Ambassador game? Yeah, uh, most of them, yes. but uh, that's been updated yeah. in Japan to support download play. Well, oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Like, does Ice Way Climbers better. have, like, a ton of secret fans or something? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Or do the, or do the guys know. at Nintendo really, really like it? That must be it. They really, really like it. Because I think a after Melee, all of a sudden they're like, man, everybody wants to play this game. I, at, the, at the time, I was like, cool, I've never played this. I wonder what it's about. Then I played it, and I was like, oh, God, that's the worst five minutes of my life. And <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. What the deal is? Why so many? This game is being released so many freaking times. But um, after that, uh, Excite Bike also came out, 500 yen. Um, Spelunker. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Uh, Heck yeah, Spelunker. Really? Yeah, dude. I, I didn't. I didn't know anything yeah, yes. about it except for that it came out on the 3DS a couple of weeks ago. 3DS Virtual Console for the same price, 500 yen. Um, after that, Xevious also came out as well, 500 yen. Um, then after that, a Kunio Kun game, Downtown Niketsu, Koushin Kyoku Sore Yuke Dai Undokai. Uh, I don't even know what the trends. That is one of my favorite titles of all time. <laughs> all these titles for these games, for you know these Kunio Kun games, are always like ridiculously long. But um, it's it's like a beat 'em up based on I guess you're at this Undokai, like this sports event. I guess, and you're beating the crap out of people because I watched a video on YouTube earlier today just to see, I don't know, because he's like in like the uh, sand pit, like where you do like the long jumps or something, and he's just beating the crap out of people. It's like, wait, wait, was this in the was this released in the U.S. as Crash in the Boys something or other? No, because I because I thought that too. Maybe it's like one of those, but this is one that was never released outside of Japan. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, a couple of the Kunio-kun games came out in the U.S. Yeah. under some various titles. <laughs> and with interesting box art. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, what, was, what was the name of the soccer game that was amazing? Was it World League Soccer or something like that? Could have been. I mean, Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you'll, you'll know Kunio-kun when you see him. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's probably pretty fun. I mean, it's, you know, five bucks, 500 yen. Um after that, F-Zero, it's also there. 
uh, as well. 800 yen for Super Famicom. A genuine good game. You know, I don't like F-Zero. I just don't like it. There, there's a lot of things wrong with you. <laughs> there are a lot of things wrong with me. This might be one of them. Am I, am I alone here? Do you guys, all of you like F-Zero except me? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Every yes. every F Zero game is a good game. I like you know I like F Zero GX and I like F Zero X. I love those games. I think they're awesome. I just don't like this original version. But okay, dude. <laughs> okay, I suck. I understand. <laughs> uh, Get after, out. <laughs> after that, Super- keep it to yourself. Okay, I think I will <laughs> next time. Uh, after that, Super Mario World eight hundred yen came out as well. Uh, next, Chol Makai Muda Super Ghouls and Ghosts for the Super Famicom, uh, eight hundred yen. Uh, then after that, a Fire Emblem game actually appeared, a wild Fire Emblem game. Uh, I think this is the fourth one. It's Seisen no Keifu, uh, 900 yen. They gave the Smash Brothers characters their own game? <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> and exclusively sure. released on Virtual Console. Please send me hate mail on the forums or my Twitter. <laughs> and then uh, after that, uh, Mario no Super Picross, Picurosu. Uh, Mario Super Picross, Super Famicom, 800 yen. That's this... also a launch title in uh, Europe. Exactly, and it's the Japanese version, too, that was released yeah. as well. And I, I saw, too, that this was actually released on the Wii Virtual Console in Europe as well. Yeah, it was part of the Hanabi Festival. Okay, cool. I uh... bought Picross on Game Boy. It's a, it's a fun game. <laughs> yes. Sweet. And then uh, after that, I mean, there already there already were four titles available to that special promotion that's going on right now, and uh, it's Balloon Fight, uh, Fire Emblem, Monsho no Naze no Nazo, uh, for Super Famicom. That's nine hundred yen. Get the tax for these ridiculous games. And of course, Earthbound, also as well, nine hundred yen, nine bucks. And then Kirby's Adventure. Uh, right now, until uh, the middle of next month, it's like thirty yen. And after that, five bucks. Um, that game is amazing, by the way. It's cool, but I have like five copies of it, so uh, <laughs> it's it's like the Donkey Kong Country of the NES. <laughs> yeah, that's what that game is. It's, yeah, it's cool. I have the 3D Classics version. I just haven't even played it yet. Um, huh. Well, like played more than like ten minutes of it at least. But well, you're full of wrong decisions, are you? So many Who wrong decisions. Game? So many wrong decisions, all in one podcast. Um, after that, next week, actually, they already announced three titles are going to be coming out. Uh, Solomon's Key on the Famicom for 500 yen. Uh, Mega Man 3, also 500 yen. And then Kirby Superstar is actually hitting as well. Um, is that coming to Europe or North America? I could have swore I saw something that said that. Possibly. Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> okay, but um, I don't know. The you... only one, I, the only one I actually care about is Solomon's Key because that's an awesome game. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, did you guys pick up any of these games today or anything, or have you touched uh, your Wii? I played through Rockman no. Three this morning. Really? <laughs> From on the Wii yeah. U? <laughs> no. I, I I picked up all of the of the tours of Wii U Panorama View. Oh my God, you're a sad person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a weird ass person. That's oh. something else. It, I think they look cool, but it's like two bucks for each of these things. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, look at all these games we just talked about. Mm-hmm. It's like five dollars for an NES game, mm-hmm. ten dollars for a Super Nintendo game, eight dollars, nine at worst. Oh, <laughs> man, that exchange rate. Hey, I don't even know. It's anymore. about a hundred to one right now. Believe it or not. Yeah, I know, and it's it's killing me. Me too, man. dude. Trying to pay bills back home. Come on, Japanese government, get with it. <laughs> Death to um, America. <laughs> but uh, Wii U Panorama View, uh, <laughs> uh, they're not very good. How long are like these 
experiences. Uh, so it depends on the one you buy. The London one is ten minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, the the Italian birds one is five minutes. Oh. The the Rio de Janeiro one is seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the last one? Oh yeah, the the Yarna Kirkshaw uh, running through Kyoto is also seven minutes. Okay. Um, unsurprisingly, the Italian one is the worst one. <laughs> Okay. Do you have something um, against Italy? Um, no. <laughs> no, it's it's it's, it's very short. It okay. just shows fields and everything. It's a bit boring. Okay. Um, the London one during E3 they had this element where you could switch between day and night. Mm-hmm. They removed that. Mm, great job. Uh, they <laughs> they just snuck a few minutes of the nine times cyclists at the end of the of the presentation. <laughs> Um, so that was a bit... I don't know what to feel about that. That's a bit a weird move. Also, they removed all the functionality for the remote so that the, the, the player with the gamepad can then move around and then the, the one with the remote could change uh, the, the camera aspect and see variance elements as well. Hmm. They removed that, so it's only just the game the gamepad view. Plus, they removed the, the day and night stuff on another one, so what you're viewing is just the video. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, second, the second interesting one is the is the the Kyoto one. Those two, the London and the Kyoto one, are actually the most interesting of the four. Um, but it really depends on your personal tastes mm-hmm. if it's something for you or not. Yeah. And also, it's not re- the vi- the video footage. Must be said, it's not an HD. Oh God, that's ridiculous. I, I'm, I, I will I will show you um, a picture from. Uh, that I basically how do I say screen capped or something? A, a screen capped from from the from the PC Meverse. Okay, well, um, yeah, which I, which, I, which I post in the chat right now, so you can see what I mean. Let's see, and then I'll I'll put this if you're on your phone right now. I'll put that in there. Yeah. Ugh, man, that's gross. This is like a 1980s camcorder. <laughs> this is the quality of the 360 camera. That's pretty awful. Good yeah. gravy! What am I looking at? <laughs> it's too you're, blurry. You're looking, like... you're looking at the Thames and and, and the object of that's called the London Eye. It's too blurry and, to tell. Yeah. Hold on, let me find my glasses. <laughs> they won't help. <laughs> oh wait, I'm already wearing them. <laughs> Ugh. So yeah, there you go. That's pretty bad. Um. But yeah, people with their phones, they can see right now how blurry it is. And we'll put a link to this in the show notes, I reckon. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's so. There you go. <laughs> you panorama view. They removed all the extra stuff and made it just a video. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that actually about wraps up all of the news. There's one last thing I wanted to say that I completely forgot about until I saw it staring me right in the face. Um, one thing Nintendo did earlier this past week, actually, they released these new uh, prepaid cards here in Japan, and what they I mean, yeah, you know, it's a prepaid par- card for like 1,000 yen, 2,000 yen, or 3,000 yen. Yeah. You know, you use it to buy shit on the eShop. And uh, these are actually uh, have some kind of a special character on them. Like the first ones, like uh, the 1,000 yen ones, like Goomba, and 2,000 is Mario, and 3,000 is Peach. And um, you can use these as after you download, like, a, a download a specific little program on your 3DS, you can use these uh, basically to like take pictures of like these. Uh, AR yeah. 
characters and stuff like that in different situations. And you don't necessarily just have to have the card like in your hand or wherever. You can actually, I guess, at some point, you know, it, it just move the card away and just place these things in your cup of beer or whatever. And uh, yeah, yeah, you have to you have to uh, press the L button and then move them through the environment. Is that what it is? Because I haven't even. I mean, I have two of them, but I haven't even. You know. <laughs> I, I I actually actually made a video about it earlier this week. Oh, cool, cool. So oh, link can, that up. So people can see what that is all about. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. But yeah, I thought I'd share that because it's kind of cool, and I don't know if that's ever going to come out, go out, leave Japan. But um, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Hard to tell. So all right, so that's going to wrap things up. So we're going to be back in just a couple seconds. <laughs> All right, so that's actually going to wrap up the show here for today. But before we leave, we're going to go ahead and uh, sound off our Twitter handles and also our last uh, most interesting or recent tweet. I'll go ahead and start us out. Of course, uh, my name is Danny Bivens, if you didn't know that already. Uh, My Twitter handle is at Danny Biv, D-A-N-N-Y-B as in boy, I-V. My last interesting tweet, at least I thought it was interesting, is... um, was this is, is it just me or does playing Wii U VC games Mario World on the big screen seem like a few milliseconds off um, Don had responded and he actually made a good comment I guess it makes a lot of sense it could just be my TV I mean it could just be you know some kind of a, a general lag there but um, you know I noticed on the gamepad it's perfectly fine but um, I don't know Nick Nicholas Bray one of the other Australian correspondents he was having he said he noticed the same thing it's not like egregious it's just like enough when you're playing something like a platformer when you need, you know, timing is everything. Yeah. It, I know exactly what you're talking about. Really? Yeah, I might be able to tell you if you tell me the na- the brand and size of your TV. Really? He, uh, Hitachi yes. 42? Ooh. Are you serious? <laughs> that There's a good chance that might be laggy. Send me your model number later. Okay. Shit! I picked the wrong TV. I knew I shouldn't have got a TV that was on sale. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that definitely could be it. Well, that sucks ass, but oh well. Yeah. Mystery solved potentially. You should have should should have, should have bought a Samsung. I should actually I was going to, but they were just really expensive. And this is cheap. But um, I I I just want to monitor with the wide inputs. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Cool. Oh well. Well, um, Don, actually, could you go ahead and read off your Twitter handle, man? Heck yeah. Uh, my Twitter handle is Nintendan. That is N I N T E N. D double A N. My let, last interesting tweet was from a couple of days ago. It was um, I said my featured article is now up. Um, I I wrote like two months ago for official Nintendo Magazine UK. Hmm. I wrote actually before like the big news was announced that Nintendo Direct would be a good replacement for E3, and this week was announced that Nintendo would rather prefer doing it for a direct than for a big E3 presentation, which they're not going to do this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I predicted the future. <laughs> the winner is you. He's psychic. You. <laughs> I, I predicted this in February, and it's now April. I predicted the freaking future. <laughs> but uh, now the article, uh, because of this fact, um, O&M decided to put up the article on their website for everybody to read. Uh, they, 
they changed a little bit to reflect the current affairs of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the article is mostly the same as it was printed back in February. Cool, cool, cool. You have uh, quite a history of uh, predicting the future, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. I, I Last it, year, I predicted that there won't, wasn't totally going to be a, a 3DS focus at E3. And, uh, and then at the podcast after, Danny and James were freaking out because that it had come completely right. <laughs> yes. This so. is the only podcast with a genuine psychic detective. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We should exploit him. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, thanks, thanks for O&M to, um, for putting it up there. So people can read it now freely. Just go to the website, which is officialintendamagazine.co.uk, and it should be there for everybody to um, to read. Cool. All right, uh, Ty, could you tell us your Twitter handles? Yes, I'm Super Cat Drugs. No spaces, no underscores. Drugs, drugs, just Super drugs, Cat Drugs. 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 Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> All right. Lately, I've been tweeting in, like, half English, half Japanese. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, here's a tweet I made in Japanese, translated to English. Okay. Hello. <laughs> My name is Hamburger Vanilla Face. <laughs> <laughs> it's anime. <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so follow me on Twitter. You might uh, find Do me. Do another one. Do you have another one? Do you have uh, another let's, one? Let's see. Okay. Um, no no most of these no tweets good. are about Skullgirls. But my Japanese ones? Let's see. According to the Skullgirls PR guy, the, last, or the next DLC character is already decided. But who? <laughs> and let's see. Oh, the pro wrestler guy in Skullgirls lost by nine points. www That's Japanese for L O L O L O L O L O L O L. By the way, yeah. So follow me on Twitter. To find out about the Japanese schoolgirl scene, and to find out when I go to tournaments, and to check out pictures of mountains of garbage <laughs> I won from UFO catchers. Awesome. <laughs> U- UFO catcher is Japanese for crane game. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm just checking out checking out that stuff. Yeah, sure as sure as shit. Yeah. Hamburger vanilla face. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Uh, Minoru, could you go ahead and close it out for us, man? Okay. My Twitter account is at Mark NWR underscore Minoru. And uh, my last interesting tweet is uh, here's a link to a picture, and uh, there's also Mario on the Luigi 3DS. Oh, really? Is it because it's like red or something, or? Uh, no, but uh, it's it's a little bit shorter than Luigi. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. You can tell from the silhouette, I guess. But yeah. Hmm. Cool. 
I love that adorable little cat you have as your uh, Twitter picture. Uh, yes. <laughs> is that a real cat, or did you draw that? <laughs> uh, no, uh, it's a, it, it's a cat of my cousin. Okay, okay. It's 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 a CGI cat. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a real real okay, one. Okay. <laughs> no, oh, you say a... that to trick me in watching a Disney movie, <laughs> aren't you? And if you go to his Twitter page, there's like a background. It's like a, an amazing collage of cats <laughs> making the most ridiculous expressions. Yes, I have yes. to see this right now. Those are all CGI as well. They're the loading screens for an upcoming cat game. Sorry. Man. Yeah. Cool. Our Twitter accounts have a lot in common. <laughs> Cats. <laughs> Maybe drugs? Maybe. Definitely. Um, Check out my Twitter page for uh, a real surprise. <laughs> awesome. All right. And he's not going to tell what the surprise is, but it's going to be very nasty. <laughs> no, it's safe to view at work and home and in front of grandma. <laughs> That's good. What, what, Especially what? if your grandma likes cats. My grandma doesn't know what Twitter is. Well, you can show it to her. <laughs> she no. won't freak out. She'll say, oh my goodness. <laughs> Look at those cats. That's adorable. <laughs> no, he actually is a dog lover, so no. Uh, he... Can you post a dog? No. <laughs> oh. Too bad. All right. Well, with that, actually, let's go ahead and bring the episode to a close. Um, you know, be sure to join us in the talkback thread. I'll try to actually do what I say I was going to do, like put the answers to the what music's in between each segment. I didn't do that last month out of being busy and being lazy and being forgetful. Um, but ah, yeah, shit. Actually, last month, I mean, I was in Yokohama, like whenever we had to post the episode live. So it's just, it's kind of just kind of crazy. But um, anyways, um. Yeah, so I'm going to try to put those correct answers in so you can see that. Also, I mean, if you ever have any comments or if you just want to say I'm wrong. Talk about cats. Talk about cats. Um, I mean, you know our Twitter handles. You can also email us at famicast at nintendoworldreport.com. Uh, be sure to do that. And, um, yeah, also be sure to... Famicast at catcatreport.com. I love cats. <laughs> Ask me about cats. Ask- Ty at Ty at I love cats. Yes, that that might be a thing. Um, yeah, but y- yeah, and then be sure to check out the other great podcasts that NWR has to offer, including what you're probably already subscribed to with Radio Co- Free Nintendo, cat- uh, Connectivity, Captivity, Captivity, Connectivity, and Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. So, Radio Yes, a video podcast about cats. No. Um, anyways that's going to bring us to a close kitty cats and all so thanks a lot guys and we'll see you next month meow daddy whoa that was really good that was really good bye bye meow bye everybody
Beep, boop, beep, video games. Hi there, Danny again. One last thing I forgot to mention on the show. Uh, June is actually going to mark our 25th episode, the 25th episode of the Famicast. So we're planning on doing something a little bit special that month. One thing that we had in mind is to do a live show. And with that, maybe do stuff like uh, streaming, uh, some kind of like gameplay or doing something like that via Twitch TV. Uh, we'd also love to have some kind of listener interaction so that you guys can get involved with the show. Uh, if you have any questions or suggestions, anything like that, be sure to send them our way at famicast at nintendoworldreport.com and we'll see what we can do. Thanks a lot. Beep, boop, beep, video games.